Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator. Stick around. You might like what's next. What will become of Dawn and Betty? What's gonna happen to Pete and Peggy? For Kate, it's a mystery. For Ashley, a mystery. It's time to hear Mad Women. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Mad Women. I'm Kate, and I've seen every episode of Mad Men at least twice. Wow. I'm Ashley. I've seen none of them. I've seen them each zero times. It's amazing. Except for this one, season one, episode three, Marriage of Figaro. I have now seen have that seen. once. I've seen that one time. I I saw it earlier today. It takes place, uh, let's see, April 8th of 1960 <laughs> right. is when this episode right. takes place. Well, that uh, seems about right. Yeah. It was a beautiful I mean, day. It's a beautiful gorgeous. day here. Right. Sun was shining, birds were chirping. And and Sally turned an age that I didn't pick up on. Some uh, indiscriminate age. I just named her again the girl, because I'm <laughs> certain that's who he was referring to <laughs> in the last episode. I just wrote the girl's yep. birthday. That's, I mean, you nailed it. Thank you. So let's see, what were your... Um predictions for this episode you said betty would fall off the deep end fast and hard popping pills <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know okay. why i don't know remember what pills she even took before that's fine uh peggy was going to amp up the attitude except to joan there was just going to be repartee with her and joan <laughs> okay don would have minimum two drinks you nailed i it. nailed that yeah <laughs> yeah Mr. Cooper would walk around with wearing a tie as a belt. <laughs> you know, I'm sad that we did not see him at all, let alone in that capacity. I agree. Um, I always miss Bird Cooper when I don't see Bird Cooper. Yeah. You also said there would be a secret smooch between <gasps> Pete and Peggy in Don's oh. office. Mm. Yeah. I was right about a secret smooch, though. The word bootlegging would show up. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, Leggin apostrophe, right. no G at the end. <clears throat> right. So, yeah, I mean... Okay. You got... I mean, I was you, you, I was pretty on the ball, just yeah. with the wrong characters. True. Like, Don kind right. of fell way off the deep end. Yes. Throwing him he back, had... not popping pills, but throwing him back. So, it starts off... Don is on the train from his secret family yep. to that work. That nobody knows about. Looking at his uh, uh, a VW ad. Yeah. And then someone recognizes him on the train. Okay, yeah, and that was weird because it was a wrong name. He called him Dick something, Richard something. Yeah, called him Richard Whitman. Whitman, that's what it was. Dick Whitman. Uh, yeah, that was uh, interesting. Yeah, but they sounded like army buddies. Yeah, 
a little bit of backstory. Mm-hmm. Some he's got a secret life. Maybe not a secret <laughs> wife, but he's got a secret <laughs> life. I mean, we're just getting little little pieces to it because because Don responds to him. Yeah, it takes and... him a minute. But then yeah. he's like, oh, oh, I do know you. And he's, like, thoughtful about it. And then, like, you see him on the train later, and somebody, like, the train conductor hands him a newspaper that he dropped, and he's, yeah. like, weirded out by it. Yeah. And I don't I don't know that. Well, I thought it was because when he first walks on the train at the very end there, that guy that's sitting there kind of looks like that dude who had stopped yeah. to talk to him. And I even saw him kind of, like, look mm-hmm. and be like, I had the same thought. Is that you, yeah. buddy? Because I immediately mm-hmm. thought that was that guy. So he gets to work, and then and then uh, we got Pete back, who is suddenly the the model of husbandry, right? He is the picture perfect partner. All of a yeah. sudden, he he's so excited to have dinner on the table. He won't kiss and tell. Yeah, and and he's like Peggy. I know you thought. You liked you liked smooching me, and you liked it when I came over. But I'm married now. I'm married now. I'm a married man. Poor Peggy. I just wrote poor sad Peggy because <laughs> she was like excited. She was to see him back. She was like, "Oh my god, he's uh-huh. back!" Yeah. Well, fuck that guy though, really. <laughs> so I had been calling him Stan before, but Harry Crane. He's the guy who eats a lollipop and talks to Pete. About how... The other one who's married. Yes. Right. And he is, like, gives him, Pete, permission to, flirt. to like, flirt. Right. Because cause Pete just wants to be Don Draper. Yes. And so he goes into Don Draper's office, and he's like, hey, I'm, you know, I love wearing a wedding ring. You should, and the missus should come over and we can right. double date. And he's like, I'm in Don's club now. Right. Me and Don, we're the same. Yeah. And that's why he's so butthurt when he sees that he's flirting with Mama Mankin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, how did he not notice that Don's a flirt before? I don't know. Maybe because he was also a flirt? Mm. I don't know. And he's looking at married men through married man eyes. Right. And But then... Mm-hmm. Oh. And he's oh. looking at gross men through gross man yes. eyes. When yeah. When he was a gross man... He could mm-hmm. see Don Draper for who he really was, a gross man. <laughs> but now yeah. he's like, I am the perfect husband. Right. I can't believe that you would flirt with Mama Mankin. Yeah. Like, She's not your wife, who is secret and I don't know about her. But... <laughs> right. Uh, but then after Harry is like, you know, who knows Don Draper could be Batman for all we know. I mean, I think he very well might be. He might be Batman. Dick Whitman is Batman. He's got the hair for it. He really does. He's got the attitude. He's got the mystery. Yes. He's got the drinking problem. <laughs> uh, he's got the motorcycle. Does he? That's not true. No. Okay, well. Not that I'm aware of. Thought you were giving me a spoily. <laughs> but then... Pete, he's going home to the missus, but he makes a point to tell Peggy that she looks nice. Yeah. Because he was given the okay, because that's all married Mm -hmm. men have, is flirting with other women. That's all they've Mm -hmm. got, Kate. Poor. the only good thing in their lives. Right? Poor, poor, 
rich white married men mm-hmm. who have women who do things for them. You know, my heart goes out. It is really hard. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be a rich, white, married man. (laughs) Not for all the tea in India. Exactly. Yep. It is very strange that they hired a Chinese family to hang out in his office. (laughs) Right? (laughs) When they opened the door, I was very confused. And Uh then I loved the, like, the sitcom moment of burp, burp, burp. Who put a Chinaman in my office? Freeze frame. <laughs> burp, 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 burp. It's like, what? Yeah. I thought it was delightful. It was very And like, strange. Don won't acknowledge it to his underlings. He like, they try to joke about it with Don. And he's like, ignores them. But then Roger Sterling comes in and says it. And then Don's like... Someone will finally be working in there. Yeah. And I found that to be a very funny line. <laughs> but just for some reason, he he's very hard on everybody yeah. that works for him, which I appreciate. He's Batman. I also liked when he called the chicken uh, the junior executive. Yes. When they're standing in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he has another we've got rachel menken has come back mama menken mama menken thank you refer to her i refuse to learn her first name yeah yeah and i just wrote menken draper flirt fest yeah because it was just a flirt festival all the eyes all the looks she flicks her the Mm -hmm. cufflink at him Mm -hmm. and the cufflink he had been messing with his cufflinks with when pete was around too it's like the cufflinks were there the whole time for some reason and so they're all flirty, and then they go on a date to her apart- department store. Yeah. Which also, why was the second floor just just that that page in corduroy <laughs> that is just beds laid out and it's dark and creepy and you're just waiting for an anthropomorphized yeah. bear to come just hopping on all the mattresses. Giant. The biggest teddy bears of all time. Right? Yes! The fuck? It yeah. was very weird. I was like, what department store has mm-hmm. this? Has this? And then the guard dogs on the roof. I was very yeah. confused by all of that. It was surreal. They did not and understand. And I wonder... Yeah. It's like a different... I wonder how, like, you know, is that just department stores in Manhattan in the 60s were bizarre that way? And we're just so used to big we're so used to department stores not just having a death aisle a murder zone if you will (laughs) we're used to the department stores having all their lights on for instance yeah and not guard dogs and no guard dogs right just live there right um i Um, also liked when she gave him the new cufflinks and she mm -hmm. was like hey girl she had a name i for carol i think it was carol uh yeah and she's just flashing doomy eyes at Draper mm-hmm. the entire time and shoots back to Carol. And Carol's like, get it, girl. <laughs> Carol's got this look on her face like, she yeah. gonna get her some. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody was admiring Don. Yes. yes. Uh, Carol everybody. admires him then. Francine. Pregnant neighbor. Yeah. Um, does Has like the same exchange with... Betty later right. when they see Don putting together the playhouse. She's like, right. that man. Yeah. 
And then you want company and, in the shower? Mm, exactly. Hey, sailor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were all thinking it. I was ready to just He's so pretty. hop on in the shower with him. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk, um, bloated yeah, Don. I wrote, oh, what did I write? Uh, building houses, getting drunk is just mm-hmm. just what that whole scene was. Yeah, it's just using a weird can opener to open a weird can of beer, and I liked when he asked the girl to get him another one, and she said, "Okay." The way she said it was so funny to me, and I feel like that was clearly something that they dubbed in later. Like they didn't catch it, so she had to do like a voiceover, you know. And it's like I just want to know how many takes that little girl took saying "Okay, okay, okay, okay," because the way she said it was just sounded very strange. Yeah, she's like only bubbly in this. You know, she wakes yeah. him up. It's my birthday, and yelling and loud, and and She's just like happy cute. all the time. Well, She's sure, because when you're an undetermined age, <laughs> you have no reason to be sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. See, the um, only reason I'm ever sad is because I know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> is it because um, you know? How many years have passed and you haven't accomplished what you want? Or is it because you know you're closer to death? Yes. Or all, is it just like society hates a woman growing older and you know that See, whatever you are, you're older than you were? You get me. You get it. Just all, just of, all of those things. Just thi- all okay. of those things. <laughs> just wondering. Yeah. If I just yeah. didn't know how old I was mm-hmm. and I was a rich white married man, man, what a difference my life God. would have. Because they really do just have all the confidence. <laughs> just until they drop dead. Which is usually sooner than later. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> At least we got that. If I have you. anything to do about it. <laughs> um, I have a new uh, addition to the boss bitch list. A new, <laughs> thank you, a new strumpet trumpet. I um, think I know who's coming. Helen. Yeah. Helen is the best. Get it, girl? I loved when, I mean, I just love her in general, when Uh she's like holding her ground with the bitches Mm -hmm. in the kitchen, with the kitchen bitches. Yeah. Um, She's like, I just like to walk. It clears my head. Einstein Mm -hmm. did it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, yes, Helen, do you. Taking a walk is lovely. I'm going to do it later today. It's so good for you it's so good it's better for than you. sitting and smoking right and Even though apparently they all love that so. well it's night it's april 8th 1960 that's true we can't expect any more from them. right um <laughs> but i also loved when homeboy was like i'll come over and take your boy out and she's like oh mm-hmm. you will and then you'll come back mm-hmm. with me and we'll take our clothes <laughs> off and rub our bodies together <laughs> yeah she did not Suffer that fool. No, I love it. Suffer yeah. no fools. That is yeah. my motto. Each, the, the boy group and the girl group were each having their own catty or gross yeah. conversations about her. And she like parried every yes attack. Yes. I, I lost my metaphor because I don't know <laughs> how fencing works. That's okay. Thank you. I wrote down outfit 
because <gasps> I paid attention to a single outfit in this nice. episode, and it was hers. Nice. Because I thought she dressed real cool. With well, she Orange did. pants and a striped collared yeah. shirt and a cardigan and like a nice big pendant and her yeah. cool hair. And did you notice that she was the only one not wearing a dress? Mm-hmm. That all the other ladies yeah. had to put on their lady wear. And she's like, you mm-hmm. know what? I'm divorced. Yeah. I can wear, I do wear the pants. Quite that's literally. True. Yeah, that's true. I wear the pencil pants. And they're also better for walking if you're wearing pants. Exactly. She's not going to get the chub rub. Right. Um, I don't, I didn't and like even Betty, Betty kind of defends her. But when he sees her with Don, oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. you know what, we're, we're stopping this. She's like, Don, go do to this. the store. <laughs> and he's like, never! <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Now that I remember. <laughs> no! Never! That's what happened. I don't um, know what show you were watching, but... Uh, I think you fell asleep and then like Conan the Barbarian came on. <laughs> Is that not? <laughs> Sounds like what happened. Yeah. I thought it was interesting little two things that happened that they can't be coincidences, but I don't understand their meaning. Okay. One, um, one of the women says that mentions that Helen Bishop's job is manning a counter at a jewelry store. Mm. And we had already seen someone manning a counter at a jewelry store. Right. And it was not Helen Bishop. So, like, just kind of keeping that, the fact that the last time we saw someone who manned a counter at a jewelry store, she gave Dawn cufflinks. Right. And those cufflinks seem to keep coming back all episode. Right. Um, Also, the fact that it was a medieval knight were the cufflinks. Yeah, that was interesting. What was that about? Because she thinks he's her knight in shining armor. Maybe Before so. she knew that he was gross, mm-hmm. gross, nasty man. Yeah. That he had a secret family. <laughs> that he only tells people at the worst times. Right. The second one was... So when... At the beginning when Pete comes up to Peggy and asks if he can go into the meeting. And then he's like, well, the door's already open. And so he goes into the, Don's office. Mm-hmm. The door being a little bit open seemed like an invitation to him. Mm-hmm. Then later when Helen comes in with her son, Glenn, Mm -hmm. she says, Glenn says that at a party, if the door is open, we can just walk in. Mm -hmm. And so they let themselves in on the same principle. Yep. They're they're trying to draw a lot of connections between Don's two worlds, like mm -hmm. Don's other world and specifically Helen. It's all coming back to Helen. It's all coming back to Helen. Well, both of, I mean, both of those things did, right? She works at mm-hmm. a uh, works the counter at a jewelry store, mm-hmm. and you know, just let, she just let herself into his cufflinks. She did, just used her manning a jewelry counter skills. She's got them good walking legs, and she's just gonna mm-hmm. walk right on into Don Draper's life. Maybe into and his like, marriage bed. <laughs> and he was the one person at that party who was like speaking to her like a human. Yeah, and then he got kicked out. Yeah, because he was speaking to her like a human. And he just leaves and watches a train go for a while. Yeah, so did he pass out in front of the train tracks and then wake up? Because he definitely woke up. Because mm. you see him kind of like, <gasps> yeah. you know, do one of those TV show yeah. wake up moments. I don't know. 
He may have taken a nap. He probably needed a nap. And also, where the fuck did he find a dog that late at night? It's a very good question. Like, that was obviously another connection to Mama Mankin. Yes. Because she was like, a little girl needs a dog. Mm -hmm. But where the fuck did he find one so late at night? A full-grown golden retriever. A full-grown, right, right, (laughs) right. Just a 19-year-old in dog years. It was such a big dog. <laughs> I wonder if he just stole it from someone's yard. 100%. Cool. That's what he did. That is now canon. He stole that dog. And he lured it with a cake. Because <laughs> he got this whole cake. Right. I don't think he brought the cake in the house. I didn't see the cake. I'll have to go back and, and look. Yeah. Like, where'd this cake go? See if it's sitting on a table somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you know who else had cake? Helen. Helen. Because you know what? She's crushing the game. Yeah. she's doesn't need a man to go pick up a cake for her. She's got one ready to go. You know go. what? She's got an ice box. Yep. She'll be all right. As, yeah, that's right. As a woman without a husband, let me tell you, I've got an ice box and I'll be all right. Hey I've got a lot of things in my ice box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That is. Uh, you know what? We'll just let that stand. Yeah, say that's um, not a euphemism, but we'll just we'll just let it be. I'm not gonna <laughs> worry about it. Thank you. Uh, and when Betty is cutting Helen's cake, her hands start going funky yep. again. And then when she's doing the dishes later, her hand, and it's like, yep. I wonder if the stress of your goddamn useless husband yeah. might have something to do with yeah, why your hands don't your work. hand, your broken broken hands, yeah. You know what they say? Mm-hmm. Broken marriage, no worky hands. <laughs> Not broken marriage, broken hands. Nope. Just broken marriage, no worky hands. <laughs> That's what they say. That is what they say, and we have nothing to do with it. No. We can't stop them from saying that. Nope. That's exactly what they say. <laughs> I didn't come up with it, certainly. I would come up with something much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> So, in addition to uh, the hot and cold uh, messages she's getting from Pete, Peggy, there's this whole Lady Chatterley's lover exchange with Joan. And so, I was mistaken, there are a couple of the women from the switchboard operators that we see. Not Kristen Shawl. Not Kristen Shawl. But Flo from Progressive and other lady. I still did not recognize that that was Flo. I believe you. I believe you, but I didn't yeah. notice. Didn't recognize. They've all read Lady Chatterley's Lover, except for Peggy. And Peggy, Joan doesn't think Peggy would like it. She doesn't think she dirty. can handle it. She can handle it. Right. Because, I don't know. Have you ever read that book? No. Like, I want to. Just for research purposes. Because you want to read about some peas. Penis. P means penis. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Is that... Yep. Okay. You want to read about a throbbing member? It's just like there are so many euphemisms for penis and P <laughs> is actually not what I've ever heard. <laughs> well, it's, it's out there, let me tell it's, you. I mean, it... We can't stop it now. As a woman with a full ice box, let me just say. 
Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Peggy is standing up for herself. She's going to take that book. She's like, you She's better read give it. me those throbbing members. Yeah. I slept with an almost married man. I can handle it. That's right. She's she's grown. Joan doesn't know. Even though she's got that corkscrew of a ponytail, doesn't yeah. mean she can't handle herself. I'm not about that hair, Peggy. I'm not about it. I, th- I think she has to start as youthful and innocent as possible. Well, sure. For her to transition into a mature strumpet. Right, right. By your definition. Right. Like, she has to be on the other end of that spectrum as much as she can. Visually and characterly. Yeah. Those are, you pronounced those perfectly, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, There was also, there's a lot of talk about this VW ad. Yeah. And it's like Don doesn't get it. It's like this new kind of advertisement and he's thinking about it real hard but he hasn't figured it out yet right something like that. he doesn't understand he's not a funny guy i mean he kind of is a funny guy but he's very mm-hmm. serious and he doesn't understand why an ad would not also be serious yeah because it's very serious business selling selling things to people it's very serious business mm-hmm. and you want the impression you want to make on the consumer is not that you're jokey jokey but that you're like just real i don't know because then there was a couple that came to him at his at the girls party (laughs) that was like did you see that you know was it one of yours this commercial that was really cute there was some cute commercial that they described to him right and he was like huh and just kept moving right did we talk about the random act of child abuse at the party it just was a different time. Just a quick slap in the face by somebody who is not your parent. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's just the way it was. Yeah, that was definitely one of those moments of just showing, like, the way things were. Right. 60 years ago. This is along April with, 8th, yeah. 1960, and don't you forget mm-hmm. it! Yeah. There was also kind of the... Which, it still happens, because I know I've had friends talk about their kids doing this, of all the kids... Um, playing house and they're just yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They're just being. They're just their yeah. parents, right? Yeah. The uh, you're gonna hurt the baby. I don't like your mm-hmm. tone. I was like, Lee. Yeah. And Don like he does the video recording and he records the dude hitting on mm-hmm. Helen and her rebuffing him. Mm-hmm. And then he records a couple just like kissing. Mm-hmm. And that seems to take him aback. It's because he can't imagine actually loving his wife. He's like, wait a minute. You're looking so tenderly and and speaking so kindly to this woman that you're married to? I only do that on rooftops in front of guard dogs. (laughs) And then I ruin it immediately by telling the truth. Right. Um, Also, speaking Mm -hmm. of smooching on rooftops, he says to her... Mm -hmm. Well, no. Well, he does say to her, uh, don't try to convince me that you were ever, that you were never loved. Mm-hmm. Um, which, true, girl, you know you got it going on. Yeah. You know it. But she then, 
So he smooches her and says, JK, I'm married. And she says, Mm -hmm. so you just go kiss women all the time you aren't married to? And he says, of course not. And I was like, you fucking liar. That's all you do. (laughs) Well, now, what other women has he kissed? Um, uh, the art lady. Yeah. And I feel like there was another one, wasn't there? Uh, I've been keep trying to keep my... My Don, Don Draper's lady friends list. And right now it's just got Midge and Rachel Mencken. Because he starts out with Midge in the first episode. And then in the second episode, he goes to her place while Betty's at the doctor. Right. And those are the only two episodes. All right. Now, that is to say, he is a philanderer. A hundred percent. hundred percent. But I think maybe he's a little bit selective. Or maybe he's a liar. I don't know. I think he's a fucking liar. I think he really likes Rachel Mencken, though. I do think he... Yes, I do think that that is true. But I also Mm -hmm. think that he's a fucking liar. Well, that's... Yeah. I mean, those two things are not mutually exclusive. That's true. Um, Also, I need to just say this because I've thought this for three full episodes now. I guess two because she wasn't really much in the first one. Oh, Betty. Yeah. She's a terrible actress. That is correct. It bothers me very bad. to no end. I She just seems sleepy all yeah. the time. When she was talking about the food, I was just waiting for her to actually yawn. She's like, I've got oh, chicken caprese. Like, yeah. girl, spice yeah. it up a little bit. Where she just says words and she's very, very pretty. I mean, and that's the end of it. it. I I just don't, I just don't understand. You're like the actress, okay? You're also mm-hmm. a human in the world. You, you think you yeah. know how to talk, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Why do you sound so oh. sleepy? I don't. I don't know. It's just such a bland way to be. Um, I I ran into this in another um, piece of art that I watched last week. Which was Working Girl, mm. because I had never seen it, and I was like, let's watch Working Girl. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing to do all day. And Melanie Griffith is the star of that, and I was like... Oh, she's a terrible actress. Wow. This is the worst acting I've ever seen. Yeah. She's not fun. No. She's not interesting. Everyone else is just, like, emoting circles around her. Yeah. And I was like, surely, surely there are there is support for this position that I have on the internet. So I went to the internet bitch was nominated for an oscar for that role like she was lauded for that role and i'm wondering if like so her mother is tippy hendren okay who i'm guessing was like an old film actress yes she was and i wonder if like that style of acting was the way you did it in old films and so are people like liking I don't know. I'm trying to find reason because everyone else, I mean, fucking Joan, not Osborne. <laughs> who's, who's the brother and sister actor that are always in the same. Oh, Dang it. Cusack. John and Joan yes, Cusack. Joan. There we go. So Joan Cusack is in Working Girl and she's a delight. She was also nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. And she's like. Full of life and yeah. energy. That's just and Joan you believe her. She's a lovely yeah. human. But it's also Sigourney Weaver. And it's also, also yeah. 
uh, Harrison Ford and all of these other people in this movie. They're great actors. Yeah. I I gotta be honest, I've never seen Working Girl. I wish I could. Well, just imagine a bunch of good actors and then one really bad actor. Okay. But, like, they're all... It's like maybe the bad actor is a child that they're all humoring. (laughs) Okay. It's it's very strange. But yes, January Jones is a weak point. Yeah. The cast. I'm ready for her to be gone. I have a feeling that doesn't happen, but I'm ready for it. Maybe it does happen. (laughs) No. She's in it for the long haul. Oh, boy. That secret wife. You know, (laughs) she's got legs. She's got legs. Yeah, I'm not... uh, Just wake up a little bit. Like, if you're not popping pills, maybe you should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe that would help. I'm glad we agree about that, because it's been bothering me. Yes, 100% with you there. Thank you. Even when her Um, hands go funny. Like, her hand acting is bad. (laughs) Like, I'm not even believing your hands right now. Yeah. It's bad. She's got... She's got a lot of a lot of points. Some uh one uh, one I think one more note that I had is that the title of this episode is Marriage of Figaro. Yeah. And during the girls' party, he starts he puts Marriage of Figaro on the radio. Mm. That's all I've got. I don't know anything about the Marriage of Figaro. No. I don't know. I'm sure there's like some meaning there. <laughs> Yeah. And like if we knew the plot it would Listen, be helpful. I'm not um cultured enough to understand what reference yeah. they're going for there. Right. So like in my head I'm picturing the Bugs Bunny Barber of Seville because that's all opera that I have <laughs> in my like memory bank. Right. I just needed to mention that because our listeners I'm sure would be really just yelling at their iPods. They would. iPods. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, if we didn't bring up Marriage of Figaro. How many, here's a question, how okay. many millions of mm-hmm. subscribers do you think we already have here on episode oh. four, given that it has not, as of this recording, even come out yet? Well, I mean, there's a hunger for it. Okay. People are people are at home right now, they're watching Mad Men, and they're they're getting into it again. Okay. Because uh, Tiger King, we're yeah. we're done with Tiger King now. We're okay. over it. I haven't started it, so take it or leave it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> like I watched it and I was very into it, and then I saw, and then one day passed, and then I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, so it's yeah. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. One way or the other. Thank you. Um. So I would say four million. <clears throat> okay. To answer your question, okay. yeah, we have four million subscribers. Perfect. Now. That tracks. We're going to need probably, I don't know, to buy bandwidth. Sure. Maybe order some some uh, servers. Okay. Like to, you know how the internet works? Right. It's like that. Okay. To support get, our audience. We'll just get more internet. We'll, we'll just have to increase our internet uptake. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 And then also maybe like start a Patreon. Yeah. I'll reach out to Casper Mattresses and see if they want to sponsor us. <laughs> I think we should just start doing reads for Squarespace now. <gasps> Great idea. Build it beautiful. Yeah. Isn't that there, Tag? I don't know. I haven't I think it is. not fast forwarded through a Squarespace ad in <laughs> 10 years. 
<laughs> you can't admit to that, Kato. They'll never sponsor us. Oh, damn. We, I only listen to Squarespace ads. Mm. I make a Squarespace website every day. Every time I hear an ad, I'm like, boom, I need another website. Oh, shit, you got me again. Another website. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Another ad? I just had another idea for a website. Do you know how many domain names I am paying for right now? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. 85. Million? 85. That's 85. a lot. It's a lot. 4 million was too high of a number. I mean, that was completely <laughs> unrealistic. I'm sorry. Um, however, I do subscribe to HelloFresh and Blue Apron on multiple meal plans. There you go. Uh, so, so you get it. Yeah. I've got I, I encourage... a closet full of me undies, anyway. <laughs> I encourage everyone to um, mm-hmm. check out all 85 of my websites. Yes. Is it just Ashley.com, <clears throat> Ashley1.com, Ashley2.com? AshleyL.com sometimes. Okay. Is that 50? That is actually... That was a Roman numeral joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. Yep. That is, that's exactly why. Oh, and then there's AshleyD.com. Hey, 500. There you go. How impressed are you that I know those Roman numerals? You know what? I would be impressed, but it seems like the kind of thing that you would know. So... I'm impressed, but not surprised. How's that? I thank you. That that kind of tracks. That's my lane. Yeah. Would you like to know the mnemonic device through which I remember Roman numerals? Obviously. If Victor's X-ray looks clear, don't medicate. <gasps> wow. I learned that like ten years ago, and it has been very useful to me. If Victor's X-ray looks clear, don't medicate. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And so, like, if you were to write that out, like, there's, you know, M, you know, for a million, C, you know, for a hundred, and, like, you can figure out what the other ones are if you're not as sure. I got it. This is how I think. I can only remember things through mnemonic devices. Now, listen, I am the same way, but when I make a mnemonic device, I make them really raunchy and dirty Mm. or uh, offensive. Okay. One well, time when I was trying to remember the phylums for biology, yes. I think it was the phylums or something, um, I had something in there about a grandma calling somebody the N-word. Because wow. listen, you're not going to, fr- and I would never say it out loud. It was just in my brain. And it helped me remember because it was incredibly <laughs> offensive. Like my grandmother calls somebody something offensive. Yeah. So when Man. I make mnemonic devices, if I were to tell mm-hmm. them to you, you would cry and not be my friend anymore. So uh, it's just for my brain. And the problem is I would never be able to forget it. So we could never repair that relationship. Right, exactly. Because exactly. I would always remember exactly. it Because that mnemonic <laughs> device would never go away. It's so powerful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... I admire that. I don't know that I've ever... Well, that's not true. I don't make up mnemonic devices for myself. Because okay. I, I don't... I'm not that kind of creative. <laughs> I want other people to do the work for me. There you go. Hey, you know what? Know mm-hmm. your strengths. Thank you. Yeah. Well, do you have any notes? Um, any more I have, fashion? I have a or... few fashion notes. Let's do it. So, so, so fashion. First so, of so, so all, fashion. let me tell you. Yes. I don't like Pete, but I will be damned if I don't love his outfits. Okay. They got him what in did... the good suits. 
Yeah. All right. I always like the cut and the color. Mm-hmm. Like, Don is always in, like, a black or a gray. Mm-hmm. And Pete, tw- at least twice now, has been in this royal fucking blue. And That's a very strong good. color. It looks good. Yeah. Um, I think Niagara did him well. And did, you know what? He came back a new man. I think he bathed mm-hmm. in those waters. He went down in the Maid of the Mist and got spit on by Canada. <laughs> and was like, you know what? I'm a nice boy now. I've been touched yeah. by the polite country. I love my wife. I love my wife. I still hate him. Yeah. Well, and I have, I mm-hmm. believe that I will have reason to. Yeah. In the future. Okay. Um, but uh, I mean, you have plenty of reason to now. True. Because he's a twerp. True. Um, um, but you can see his complexity is kind of coming out. Right. That that he is thinking about his relationship with his wife and right. You know. He's. Yeah. And yeah. he's a gunner for for everything Don and Don-like. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. then also Mama Mankin with that, yes. like, boa, feather boa hat. Mm-hmm. Girl. Get <laughs> it. Oh, my yeah. God. It was amazing. Although I yeah. did not like the outfit she changed into at yeah. the store. It's pretty bland. Yeah. Yeah, it was boring, and I'm like, you're on a date with Don fucking Draper. Where mm-hmm. did your cool hat go? <laughs> Why are you all of a sudden very grage? Mm-hmm. And, uh... That's a fun word. Grage? Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. It's gray and beige. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. I just never heard it. Well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did like how she said, well, this is my closet. Like, that would be yeah, fun. that's pretty cool. But if that were my closet, I would find something <laughs> low-cut, maybe a little sparkly. You'd have a little more fun with that closet. Have a little more fun when you're going to yeah. make out on the roof next to your guard dogs. Um, and then, yeah, the night cufflinks were an odd mm-hmm. choice. Yeah. They seemed very big and bulky. I could not picture them being comfortable. Um, Right, or like that they would stay well, right. Why would those be any more apt to stay in than the ones he was wearing? Yeah, I wonder. And here's a dumb thing to say out loud I'm ready. because it's easily provable. If the Marriage of Figaro has knights in it, because it would be a weird thematic connection. We will let one of our four million listeners tweet us. Yeah, write in, write in, write in. Email the- us at ashleyl.com. <laughs> You can find all our contact information. Yeah, we have, you know, follow us on social media, go to our websites, um, call our hotline. Find us on Instagram. We're going to be coming out with a TikTok any day. Yeah, we've got a a strong TikTok campaign in the Mm -hmm. hopper. (laughs) Hopper! (laughs) (laughs) Everything the kids like. Everything the kids like. Use our Snapchat filter. Yeah, yeah. It just shows you on a Zoom meeting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh man. All right. So, what do you predict will happen in season one, episode four? Oh boy. Knowing what you know now. Okay. Well, um, I'm hopeful mm-hmm. that Betty will wake the fuck up and maybe. 
speak with any kind of emotion or energy or presence. I'm hoping okay. she'll have a moment of presence where she actually seems like a living, breathing human and not a sack of flour that sometimes uh, anthropomorphizes. <laughs> so that is, I guess, right. a prediction. More uh, so yeah, a, a, the- a wish, a wish. Right. Um, You're just putting that on your vision board. <laughs> right. That January Jones will be a better actress right. in episode four. Right. Um, I think Pete is, um, he's going to still be trying to be that perfect husband, but he's going to slip mm-hmm. up. Oh. Something's going to happen. Okay. And then he's going to feel real bad about it. Okay. He's going to have a moment where he would think, mm, damn the patriarchy. Patriarchy, why did you make me stray? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've seen that quote on a poster already, but... No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Because that was just a very good prediction. Thank you. That Pete would say, patriarchy, (laughs) why did you make me stray? Yeah. Um, uh, Mama Mankin is coming back with some more hot outfits and hot takes. She's going to give, she's going to give Draper the business. I think she's going to give him the business. What does that mean? To give somebody the business? Yeah. You've never heard that before? I'm going to well, give you the I'm business. Wondering, like she's going to tell him off? In some kind of way. Okay. Maybe not like directly tell him off, but she's going to have an attitude. She's going to have a, a sassafras mm-hmm. going on. Okay. If you will. Okay. Yeah. Um, she will be suffering no fools. Right. Um, I'm hoping that Cooper... Mm-hmm. Comes back. Yeah. I want to see him in some various uh-huh. form of undress. Yeah. And I think Art Lady will be wearing a new and different wig. <laughs> Art Lady in new wig. And All right. I'm really disappointed that Bootleggin didn't make it in mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah. That is something we're all sad about. I know. Here at headquarters. I at headquarters. <laughs> um, oh, I think also uh-huh. another prediction. Um, Helen, mm-hmm. lovely divorcee, is going to be going for a walk, and might just uh, might just run into somebody. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's a little Don Draper. Maybe it's oh. uh, maybe it's a pregnant neighbor. But she's gonna. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a conversation out on the streets. Okay. And she's out for one of her little walks, and I think the new dog is gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because listen. Yeah. Late night dogs that you steal from people's neighbors—they don't last long. <laughs> they. You don't know why. They were out in the Why did that dog go with yard? you so willingly? That dog is an idiot. Yeah. Which means it's, it's probably a... going to do something stupid and die. Yeah. Too dumb to live. <laughs> um. <laughs> Your footnotes yeah. of my predictions are my favorite part. <laughs> Your shorthand. I just have to. Su- I got to summarize them somehow. I adore it. It's my favorite part. <laughs> Uh, do, did you have a lingo prediction? Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah. uh, uh, 
uh, washroom. Somebody's going to okay. go to the washroom. All right. We're going to have to keep, keep an ear out for that one. Okay. I like it. Thank you. Oh, man. I love the way you see the world. <laughs> Thank you. The world of Madman. Mm. Ma- Madman. Madman. That's how that's how real fans say. <laughs> I'm not there yet. This is all still new to me, so I say mod me. That's how I pronounce it. Mod me. I'm so not, close. Oh, I'll get there. I'll get it's there. It's one of those things you have to just keep hearing it, and right. it's like you hear it, and then you think you've got it, but then you try to remember it later. It's a and tricky it one, work out. you know. It's a tricky one. Well, this has been. Marriage of Figaro, uh, which is, of course, the the opera about knights. Yep. <laughs> knights and opening doors. Yep. Um, Classic. Yeah. And so, until next time, Merry Madman to all, and to, and to all, all a good night. night. I'll get it. I'll get it one day. I'll find it. I think it. you got it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mad Women. Mad Women is engineered by Ashley Davis, music by Kate E. Britt, and graphics by Dylan Anderson. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RadMadWomen. Production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.